From the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, this is Injury Insider with Derek Hayes. Injured in Georgia? Make the right call to the law office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. Injury Insider is presented by Status Home Design, your one-stop shop for all your home and gift needs. Hello and welcome to Injury Insider with Derek Hayes on Business Radio X. We are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. This show will answer legal questions and debunk personal injury myths with insight and expertise. For nearly 25 years, Derek Hayes has exclusively represented injured parties in Georgia. Now he'd like to put that knowledge to work for you. My name is Lita Brooks, and it's my pleasure to introduce the star of the show, Derek Hayes. Good afternoon, Derek. Good afternoon. Great to be here as always. Absolutely. All right. Before we begin, a quick reminder that Injury Insider is brought to you by Status Home Design, your one-stop shop for all your home and gift needs and by the law office of Derek M. Hayes. Injured in Georgia, make the right call to the law office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. You got that? Yeah. That's the car accident. It is perfect. Oh, it's perfect. Okay. So you told me that uh, just before the show, I asked you, all right, what are we going to talk about today? You said this is going to be a fun show. That's the you idea. You wouldn't elaborate. So I have no idea what that means. And since I have no idea what I'm covering, I'm asking the questions you're covering. Let me just be clear about yes. this. <laughs> I am not the one at this table with a law degree. Derek is. Since I have no idea what we are covering, I'm going to set it up for you to tell our listeners what exactly are we going to talk about today it is a fun show all right Good. and i'll tell you're you gonna make the law fun yes yeah interesting fun okay exciting okay um crazy that's a good way to, to, to kind of put this together as crazy. well so crazy lawsuits examples of lawsuits that just kind of make you go huh what there are plenty of examples out there most of which are dismissed never make it actually to a jury or for whatever reason things happen and they disappear but nonetheless if you were to take time to google this you would be amazed at the hundreds and potentially even thousands of examples that you could come together with to show just how crazy some lawsuits can be wow and this was kind of brought on for a couple of reasons. Number one, back on my third episode, I think it was, I talked about the McDonald's coffee verdict. Yeah, the most, that was a good show. Right. The most misunderstood uh, lawsuit there there seems like to, to have ever been because everybody has a preconceived notion of what actually happened in that lawsuit. And unfortunately, most everybody's preconceived notions are wrong. Having gone through it in detail in that show, we talked about why the outcome was appropriate based on what happened to Stella Liebeck, the, the actual plaintiff. And after going through the show, in fact, I even remember you saying, well, that all makes sense now. And right. it does. It, it really and truly made sense once you went through it. But the misconception about what actually happened in that lawsuit kind of led me to think about doing this show. And also another, remember David Letterman's top 10 list? He would do his top 10. Yeah, of course. Every episode. Sure. Had the top, they were all funny, uh-huh. usually very funny examples, whatever the top 10 list may have been. So I tried to put together a top 10, but it's too tough. There are far really? too many examples. So I'm kind of going with the top 20. And that's really sad because these are maybe? crazy examples. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh and I, <laughs> trust me, I could have gone with a lot more. So trimming the fat to get down to 25 was kind of tough. But okay. I 
really don't even know that we can do more than 25. So are these in any particular order? Like Not from really. craziest no, to I didn't crazy? No, a drum roll. Number 25, no. number okay. 24. So, I, all right. I, I'm just going to kind of give them an order the okay. way that I had uh, kind of typed these out. Uh, and ultimately, I am going to ask you at the end, I, I do want to know what your favorite of all 25 may be. Okay, so I'm going to say, everybody listening, you chime in on this too. Oh yeah, that's a good So good at the end of the show, we're going to tell you how to submit questions to Derek's podcast. Let's submit comments. Sure. All right, let's all get in this together. We're all going to listen, and we're all going to send Derek a message at the end of the show which with our vote for the craziest case. And then the next podcast, I could even That's mention it. which one is the winner. I don't That's know if right. you want to call yeah. it that. <laughs> which one was the most interesting, crazy lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's a good idea. That's, that's a good cool. way to do it. So okay. and with it being a podcast, obviously you can go back and listen multiple times because you're probably going to have a hard, hard decision to make here because some of these are pretty well in left field. Let's just go with that. Okay. Now, I will also say, too, that a lot of these probably don't include attorneys, meaning that if this was someone who went to an attorney, an attorney probably very promptly showed him where the door was and told him, you know, appreciate it. Sorry, I can't help you. And many of these may have been filed pro se, meaning by the actual plaintiff. Um, some of these were dismissed by a judge. Some of these maybe even made it to a jury. But these are crazy examples of lawsuits. So what you're saying is these are not your cases and you Absolutely don't necessarily want these not. on your desk. No, I will say this. I will also say this. I have had many, many unusual phone calls through the 25 years of uh -huh. doing this of potential claims where people will call and ask questions and want to know if they have a case. And I can't go into the, those examples because there is confidentiality yes. even when it's just a consult. Of course. But I will say that I've had some pretty interesting phone calls that clearly were not cases, but sure. it didn't stop them from calling an attorney and asking. And okay. that's fine. If, if you don't know if you have a case, right. call me. I'll be happy to there talk to no you. There are no stupid questions. Absolutely. We've heard that since we were kids, right? All right. So starting with the theme of McDonald's, since I okay. referenced Stella Lieback. Uh, there was a man who went to a McDonald's drive-thru. He was, um, you know, buy, he bought a milkshake, french fries, just the usual stuff. And we put the milkshake between his legs, between his knees, and he went to grab some french fries out of the bag. And as he did that, the milkshake exploded or he squeezed his knees or whatever and milkshake spilled <laughs> all over him, which would be okay. rather cold and distracted him. And when it distracted him, he moved forward and he collided with the vehicle in front of him there at the drive-thru. So just get this mental image. Yeah, He's yeah, got yeah. a bag okay. of French fries, yeah. a milkshake between his knees. He goes to get some French fries. I've seen people dip their French fries in the milkshake. Maybe that's what he was doing. But the milkshake spilled and, and distracted him, and he lunged forward, and he rear-ended the car in front of him at the drive-thru. Well, that driver, the car that he rear-ended, tried to blame McDonald's for their injuries. In fact, they said the reason why McDonald's was at fault is because they didn't have a specific warning on the label regarding the dangers of eating and driving. So their allegation, their contention was that there should have been some sort of label, assume on the, the milkshake container or the, the cup, the bag that they serve the food in, warning you not to eat and drive. And that was one of the dangers. And therefore, McDonald's was somewhat at fault for what had happened. Hang on a second. But it sounds like they're trying to piggyback on the litigation from, from the Stella big Lyda. case, from right. Stella Alive. I mean, if they're... We know from that case that the coffee really was too hot and that that kind of thing. But right. yes, I mean, they're trying to find an angle here I to think sue McDonald's. It. Right. I think that is it. They thought, well, this is our chance to try and do what happened with Stella Liebeck's case. So this case went all the way, believe it or not, to the New Jersey Supreme Court before it was finally thrown out. 
my god. In the end, McDonald's did not have to pay a penny, nothing. So having said that, going all the way to the Supreme Court there in New Jersey, there truly was an attorney involved in this one. And okay. you're right that I think that they tried to equate what happened in this mm-hmm. case to what happened to Stella Liebeck, which is nothing similar at all to what happened in her case. Right. So again, I'll reference the third podcast. Go back and it listen. Was, right. And we spent and an I'm entire podcast. And I'm laughing because, it, hello, you put a milkshake between your legs, squeeze it. Why is that McDonald's <laughs> yeah. fault? And his car lunged forward because I'm sure it was pretty cold. <laughs> and he lifted his leg and, oh, and off the brake. And, and there you go. All right. So all that's, right. Again, no particular that's order. That's number one. That's, that's one. The next one. Don't shake and drive. That's what we're going to call it. <laughs> don't, okay, right? don't shake and drive. Or That's dip it. your That's fries and shake. Right? All right, number two. All right, the next one. This man's name is Leroy Greer. So Leroy sued 1-800-Flowers. He sued them for $1.5 million. Now, this is interesting. Here's why. The company unintentionally revealed to Leroy's wife that he was cheating on her. Oh, And here's how ouch. they did it. So when Leroy ordered flowers, apparently for his mistress or mistresses, the flower company, 1-800-Flowers, sent a thank you note to his home, thanking him for the flowers that he'd purchased and the name of the person he'd sent the flowers to. So Leroy wasn't the one that opened the envelope. Apparently it was Leroy's wife. Dun, dun, dun. So Leroy decided to sue his uh, 1-800-Flowers for disclosing his affairs to his wife he is getting a affair or now, affairs right? I, I don't i can't speak to that I mean, we don't, don't know. know we're just don't know and there was no outcome necessarily listed on this one uh-huh. so i can assume it was likely thrown out i don't know that an attorney would have jumped in on that one but nonetheless the 1-800 flowers thank you card kind of spilled the beans on what leroy was actually doing but I don't think it's illegal to send a thank you card. No, of course not. I think any store, any business, I own an e-commerce store. If you buy from me, you're going to get a thank you card. Right, exactly. I mean, it's, exactly. there's nothing they, against the law they there. They have no way of knowing. We talk right. about knowledge frequently in lawsuits. You, you've got to show some requisite knowledge. 1-800-Flowers had no way of having that knowledge to, to be aware of the fact that that wasn't Leroy's wife. He was sending flowers to at least one, if not more, uh, mistresses, and nonetheless, he got caught from that thank you note. So I he decided really to want to know how that turned out. One point five million—that was what he was asking. Okay. For. So there you go. There's Sorry, Leroy. The third one. The third one. This is You're grinning. This is going to be a good one. Uh, Rower the Federal Cartridge Company. So this is interesting. A man was mauled by a lion during during an African safari. He went on a big game hunt over in Africa. He was he sued the Federal Cartridge Company, and here's why. They're an ammunition manufacturer, and he sued them for serious injuries. What happened was the plaintiff fired a bullet made by the Federal Cartridge Company at a lion that was charging him while on the safari. Okay. So when the bullet actually hit the lion, it hit the lion's shoulder, and it failed to stop the lion. So the lion was able to attack him and maul the plaintiff pretty badly. So he sued the manufacturer of the bullet, claiming the bullet was not made sufficiently enough to kill a charging line when he shot it in the shoulder. I'm a little speechless on this one. Yeah, I could tell. I mean. <laughs> so, yes, that, one, that on. one was dismissed. So nothing to do with his aim, obviously. Nothing to do with the better. fact that he's in their land yeah, char- in Africa. A charging line is not going to be dropped by one bullet. Typically, no. I wouldn't think. Shoot. I mean, it's a I don't want to shoot a lion. Well, I'm not for either. this. I don't want to have a charging line coming at me and have to shoot. 
But yeah. But so, to think that the bullet manufacturer is responsible, you could have hit it somewhere different. Your aim I, doesn't right, have something to point. do with this. Right, right. Yeah. So he sued them because okay. the one shot to the shoulder was not sufficient enough to actually drop that line and prevent the line from mauling him, which... You know, if you shot me and I survived, I'm probably going to want to maul you, especially if I'm a lion. I really feel bad for both parties and not the cartridge company. I feel bad for the lion who's now got a bullet and I feel bad for this guy for getting mauled. But I think the lesson here is let's not go to Africa and mess with charging lions, right? <laughs> I, I get ah, it. This is common sense. I get it. So there's the third one. And I okay. hate to kind of go through these quickly, but I do want to try and cover as many as we can. No, these are fun. Keep yeah, going. Then, so they're bullet points. Kind I of, love them. Nonetheless, yes. All right, so this one. Do you remember the show Fear Factor? Yes. The TV show? Love that show. Uh, Universal Studios yep. in Orlando. They we have still, a Fear Factor attraction. My daughter still watches that show. All right, so if you remember the TV show, it gained a reputation, as you know, for kind of disturbing and very gross things they had people do. The contestants. Right. Eating things, drinking things. Yeah, that, that and the challenges. Sure. Right? So, you had to do crazy yeah, stuff. The premise of the show was that the contestants had to go just increasingly daring and uh, disgusting stunts and ultimately there was prize money yeah if you were the winner of the episode so okay. one viewer felt that the show went too far with one of the segments when a contestant uh, had to drink blended up rats uh, so i don't want to get the pee to people angry at me it wasn't my decision but on fear factor they blended up some rats and the contestant had to drink the blended up rats so this uh, particular guy who was watching that yeah, episode alleged that he became dizzy and lightheaded while watching somebody on TV drink blended up rats. So, unfortunately, he got sick, we'll go with that, and disoriented. And while he was sick and disoriented, he ran into a doorway and claimed he was injured because he ran into the doorway because he was sick and disoriented from watching somebody drink blended up rats. So, he sued the show, Fear Factor, to the tune of $2.5 million dollars alleging pain and suffering from running into the doorway and from be feeling sick and that they'd gone too far with this stunt. Um, so the case was eventually thrown out by a judge, it never made the courtroom, as you would imagine. But the interesting thing was the spin on this was the contestant was only competing for $50,000. And the guy watching sued for $2.5 million because it made him sick to watch somebody else do something that he wasn't even having to do. Oh, okay. So the guy viewing it? Yeah, the guy at sued? home watching it on TV. Not, not even the contestant. the contestant. No, not the contestant. Oh. Contestant is only <laughs> on there trying to win 50 grand. Oh, but the guy watching the contestant drink the blended up rats sued for oh. $2.5 million claiming that it made him sick. Him sick. He's not the one drinking. Okay. He's just watching on TV. Okay. So for a minute, and maybe some of our listeners were following me on this. For a minute, I'm thinking, okay, I, ugh, like, I'm almost with the guy. But it was the viewer. Right. I missed that the word. The guy at home. Okay. The comfort of his couch. No. Okay. I can see you why can it was thrown the out. Channel. That was you completely can look the ridiculous. Because then I was thinking, well, why didn't he just sue for fifty grand? He might have had a shot. Yeah. Like that's a long shot, but that's pretty grotesque. Well, not the viewer. Well, I, I missed that word. So, yeah. but either way, this is horrific. What show? Who thought of this? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, there Ugh. are lots of things I would not want to drink, and that would probably be close to the top of that list, if not on the top. But. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I could true. never do anything like that. Uh, I can't even eat chicken. Well, uh, yes, that's Ugh. true. And chicken, uh, I've not tasted rat, but I'm sure it tastes Ugh, far better. I'm gagging right now. All right, moving on. All right, on. next one. Moving next one. on. So that was the fourth one. Fifth All one. right. So everybody talks about weather forecast. 
And that's the word forecast. They're predicting what the outcome of the future is going to be when it comes to weather. It is not an exact science. Even a weatherman and uh, um, meteorologist will tell you they have to do a lot of guesswork in trying to predict the weather. So with that being said, um, this lady was this was from Israel. It was an Israeli web weathercast. Uh, she sued the weatherman for his inaccurate forecast on a particularly harsh day. And I'm reading verbatim. Uh, the reason why is because she watched the forecast and based on what the weatherman had said, she wore the clothes you know, that she thought would be appropriate based on what she expected the, temp the temperature to be from his forecast. So she goes outside and she caught the flu because there was a downpour. It was really cold. She became sick. She missed seven days from work. Uh, as part of losing the, the income from work, she had medications. She had to purchase to buy to, to treat her illness. Um, so she sued for uh, the ordeal of her faith in the forecast and that caused lasting anxiety was her phrase hmm. for all the reasons the woman sued the weatherman station and she was asking for a three-figure settlement and it was actually awarded in this <gasps> one really she received no. an actual three-figure settlement oh my goodness oh. i don't know if it, that's more shocking or the, what she was even asking for, because it seems so ludicrous. Yeah. So she claimed her monetary damages came from the fact that she missed time from work and that she got sick because she dressed according to the forecast, which was wrong. I don't think anybody clearly disputed the fact that the weatherman missed the forecast, but she was able to sue. It was able to go all the way. Now, this was in Israel, and ultimately she wound up with an outcome in her favor. Okay. Good for her. So I, like you said, I don't know which is crazier. The fact I know. That she was able to pursue that that particular claim or the fact she actually got a verdict an outcome i hope the weathermen that are listening are That's right. you know uh, all the local weather guys and every out. one of those networks you, you might want to up your insurance policy That's right. wow That's right. i mean so, that one's not as as gross as the other one but it's still it's, it's unusual, crazy it's right, interesting about the verdict right right and it, you just crazy. said that it was like okay you know people ask for crazy things but the fact that she I got threw it that, i threw that one in the list specifically because of the fact she actually did get an outcome in her favor which was a surprise to me yeah all right moving yeah. on the okay. sixth one okay again no particular order so this new york man uh sued subway the restaurant subway the sub shop he uh ordered a sandwich um when he started to eat a sandwich there was a serrated knife that was baked into the bread okay yeah so i can picture that knife you know you know which one right, we're talking you, you know, about i see him cut the yeah. bread with it all the time when i go to subway okay so it makes you think well the guy bit into it and bit the knife right. and it cut his lip or his gum or his teeth or whatever nonetheless though he did not actually bite the knife he bit into the sandwich and saw the knife uh so he wasn't injured from that at all but he became sick after eating part of the sandwich uh and he sued for a million dollars because, again, he didn't actually eat the knife, didn't bite the knife, wasn't injured by the knife. His injury was the mental and emotional suffering of seeing that a knife had been baked into the sandwich that he bit into, and that made him sick. He sued for a million dollars. So he was sick mentally. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase this. He had trying mental to keep up. suffering. Mental suffering. Because you originally said he got sick from the sandwich. So I thought, was he able to prove well, that he may have, you know, been repulsed by it. He may have had his stomach I got, upset And then went, oh, I can't eat this. Yeah, right, that kind right, of thing. Right. Okay. Okay. But no okay. hospital stay. No, right. right. None of that. Okay. But he sued for a million. And guess what? Please don't tell me he got a million dollars. No, he didn't okay. get a, He got $20,000. <sighs> 
with okay. absolutely no injury other than the mental and emotional suffering of the knife actually being in there. So I thought that one was kind of interesting. Again, kind of like the last one, I threw it in there because there was a monetary outcome. In that so one. I went to Subway once and I asked for the Moonster cheese. I don't even know if they still have it. You know how Moonster has the paper and yes. they left all the paper, they left on. The paper on it? I mean, should I have called an attorney? <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad all no. you know, they just made me another sandwich, and I thought that was wasteful. I thought it's okay. Yeah, yeah, just, just pull take the paper, the paper off. Right. Want to let you know, but they made me a whole new sandwich. Mm. I'm, I don't know. Maybe you should have represented not, me on there. It wouldn't be quite as painful as a knife. I'm just saying, unless you swallowed it. But nonetheless, all right. Next one. So, you'd think the name Killer Well, Killer Well is a first indicator of you might not want to mess with that thing. Shamu, right? Shamu, correct. So this was a 27-year-old man in Florida. He went into uh, a SeaWorld, and he hid and purposely tried to stay overnight <gasps> so he could swim with a killer whale. Was this on the news? This one made the news, yes. Oh, yes. my goodness. So this guy hid inside SeaWorld, was undetected, 27 years old. So after closing, he decided he was going to jump in the tank and swim with a killer whale. So he entered the killer whale's tank after everybody else was gone, and guess what? He got eaten. He got killed by the well. It happens. Unfortunately, that's why they're called killer wells. I think they actually drown you. They pull you under the water and, and can drown you. And I, as far as eating, I'm not sure about that. But nonetheless, the guy was killed. So his parents sued SeaWorld, claiming that they were responsible for his death, uh, claiming that the park should have had, and this is the key, they should have displayed signs that stated the well's killing capacity and should not have sold friendly-looking killer well-stuffed animals in the gift shop. So the case never went to trial, and the parents wound up dropping their lawsuit. Yeah. He snuck in, right. stayed overnight, right. hid. And All of these things don't play in their mind. It's not called the friendly well. It's the killer well. Yes. It's not a dolphin. <laughs> it's not I, the dolphin tank. And there's plenty of those there, right? I agree 100% Oh, my goodness. And then they also allege that they sh there should have been signs talking about the killing capacity of an animal called a killer whale. All you have to do is sit through the show. And, and they also allege that the friendly-looking stuffed animals in the gift shop were uh, enough to persuade someone to believe that they were really friendly because oh the stuffed goodness. animals are friendly. Do you happen to know, did this one have attorney and an attorney involved? Maybe. I don't know for sure, but maybe. It's interesting, though, that, that it was eventually dropped um, not long after it was sued, uh, the suit was filed. It probably had an attorney. I, I didn't go in depth to, to determine that yeah, part of it. Yeah, I was but just curious. It's just interesting, though, that he hid. He was trespassing, clearly. Right. He jumped into a tank that's right. for, a, again, killer well. And unfortunately, he's killed. That's kind of what happens. So... Wow. Yeah. Wow. Again, wow. that's why that's why that one made the list. All right. Yeah. The eighth one. Okay. I think we're up to eight now. So this was a 69-year-old man, a Dutch man. So he wanted to legally change his age to avoid ageism. We've heard about ageism. Right. Someone's discriminated based on their age, whether it's the older person or the younger person discriminated against because of their age. So he's 69 years old. And he wanted to legally change his age. He claimed that he felt discriminated against because his real age, this is interesting, was affecting his job prospects and, this is the funny part, his chances on Tinder, the dating app. 
So he wanted to legally change his age <laughs> so he had a better chance of getting dates on Tinder. He's 69. <laughs> I'm just Poor guy. I, That's going to help his chances? I don't know. He could say he's 30 or 20 or whatever. But oh, my god! If he's still got a picture on Tinder, he's probably not going to look 20 oh. if he's 69 years old. But I feel like everybody – I'm not on Tinder and I've never been, but it don't – doesn't everybody put a fake picture up anyway? I don't know. I don't know. I've, I don't know. I've never even seen so, it, but whatever. Nonetheless, the judge explained that it's not going to happen because most obligations are age-based and changing the legal age could have all kinds of complications. So that one was thrown out and quite frankly should have been. That was in 2018. So that's only been a couple of years ago. So Poor guy. legally filed suit to try and, and change his age. All right, next one, number nine. This one's kind of funny. This was 2017. I, th I thought this one was really funny. So there's 61 different names for sugar as an ingredient in, in food. I, I didn't know that. I don't know. Maybe you knew that. I could have probably guessed 61 that. 61 yes. different ways of saying that yes. sugar is an ingredient in something you eat. So it stands a reason that some people may not recognize all 61 different ways of saying that. A nutrition label. Well, this happened to a California lady. So the lady sued the jelly bean maker Jelly Belly. Everybody's had a Jelly Belly, right? right. So she sued Jelly Belly because they used the term, and I'm uh, in quotes, evaporated cane juice, unquote. Evaporated okay. cane juice. Just to be clear, I do know that that's sugar. Okay, well, it's sugar. Yeah. yeah. Think of cane sugar. Correct. Yeah, so okay. yeah, sugar cane. It's yeah. the plant. So nonetheless, instead of using the word sugar, they called it evaporated cane juice. So she sued, saying that they mislabeled their food. Uh, and she alleged fraud, claiming the company was misleading all of their consumers about how much sugar the snack actually contained. Now, who doesn't know that jelly beans have sugar? Well, what's her name? Apparently. The, oh, we don't know. <laughs> the lady in yeah. California. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, right, right. whatever her name is. So this case was dismissed. You'll be happy okay, to know that. Okay, good. So evaporated cane juice is sugar moving forward. I guess she at least learned that from it. Well, we all just did. Yeah, that's, our, that, that's our tip for the day. All right. And Number don't jump into killer well tanks. <laughs> yeah, again, you got you to gotta figure out which one of these is going to be your, your winner. The so common sense amongst this group oh, yeah, is yeah. unbelievable. Uh, well, we're not done yet. We're only on number 10. I'm making um, little notes here. Okay. Between, right. By the ones that I think are the are the biggest shockers. All right. Number okay. 10. This one was actually a lawsuit, and the lawsuit was dropped. So this one is great, too. So many people have stories about dates that went the wrong way. You know, you go out on a date. It's not what you expect it to be. It's kind of blah, whatever. So this guy was 37 years old. He's in Austin, Texas. He went out on a date. He had a bad experience on his date so he sued his date <laughs> all right he then they gave specifics he took her to see the movie guardians of the galaxy volume two yeah and while they were there she was apparently texting on her phone the entire time during the date i guess the date wasn't going great for her so she's texting her friends during the movie so he claimed when he sued her in his lawsuit that her behavior was breaking theater rules and affected his movie watching experience so you know that this guy probably was just sitting there, like stewing the whole time. Like he's <laughs> yeah. so like they're probably not a match. Wanting and she's to grab her hand, her and she's texting like, away. Text me an yeah. emergency now. That's Get right. me out of here. Help! Help! Yeah, you know exactly how this scenario is playing right. out, and he's just he's you know, zoned in he's, on the movie. He's, well, and he's he's probably one eye, and he's so mad like at her. Like, yeah, can't grab her him because she's holding. Oh, the phone. All right. Well, how did this one well, play out? She agreed to pay him the seventeen dollars and thirty-one cents. <laughs> 
for the ticket and, and asked that he leave her alone. That's so, a pricey movie. She probably yeah. had some popcorn well, in there. this was Texas, Aww. so I guess their movies, yeah, popcorn, a drink, wow. whatever. So the, the lawsuit was withdrawn, but he sued her because she was texting during the movie. And his date wasn't that great. My wheels are just spinning about um, actually sending you, if you take me somewhere and the date <laughs> goes bad. Yeah. I'm going to sue <laughs> you. You're texting. What can I sue you for? I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna come up with something. All right. So number 11. Okay. This case was settled. This has to do with a foot-long sandwich at Subway again. Another Subway. This one They've made the news. This it. one was interesting. This made the news. This actually was uh, raised all the way to a class action lawsuit. Okay. So in 2013, this is when it started. It was actually done in 2016. A teenager got a Subway foot-long sandwich. Instead of eating it, he measured it. And he found out instead of being 12 inches, that foot-long sub was only 11 inches. So three years later, after class action lawsuit status and many plaintiffs being involved, uh, Subway had to settle this lawsuit. And the only people that were actually able to have benefited from the, the monetary settlement would have been the attorneys, which would have paid out $520,000 in attorney's fees. But the judge who was involved in the case agreed that it was not fair, and he dismissed the entire lawsuit, and no fees were paid. But Subway sandwiches now truly are 12 inches as opposed to 11. But apparently, up until then, they had sold foot-long subs that were only 11 inches, not 12 inches. So there was no settlement. Well, the, the, the case was settled, a monetary settlement, and the settlement was basically probably coupons for a free drink or oh, coupons okay. for okay. a free bag of chips or something along. Yeah. Buy one, get yeah. one free. Yeah. And the only monetary part would have been the attorney's fees. So what if you join this class action, right? You're like, I'm going to get some money yeah, out of this. I bought this. a foot-long sub. Subway, it was 11 inches. And you get a coupon for a bag of chips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to go back to the place where you're right. sitting because you didn't. Well, there, exactly. To get a serrated getting, knife stuck in your sandwich. some business. <laughs> right. So the settlement would have brought business to them. Exactly. exactly. They're, right. they're going to recoup all this money. So we talked about candy a little bit while ago. Yeah. All right. So this is another one. That's not jelly bellies, not jelly bellies. Beans, but this is Junior Mints. Okay, you've seen the boxes of Junior Mints. This was 2018. This case was dismissed. So two people in New York. Uh, well, one was from New York, and uh, oh no, actually there were two in New York and one in Mississippi. They believed that the Tootsie Roll industry, which makes the the uh, uh, Junior Mints and the box that you know it's a little white box, I think it is with uh, Junior Mints in it, usually the theater. Yeah, yeah. So they sued the company because more than a third of the Junior Mints box is empty. I'm in agreement of this one. Well, bag of yes. potato chips. Yes. You think about it. Right. So, so they sued the company, and the judge dismissed the case. And here's the funny part. The judge wrote a 44-page decision, a 44-page decision to say that it's reasonable that a customer can expect some empty spaces in food containers. So they sued because yeah. a third of the box well, of jelly, or not jelly bellies, a third of the box of junior mints was empty, and the the suit was dismissed in a 44-page opinion. I mean... The judge took time to write 44 no, pages. All of this is ridiculous, right? But I'm thinking through this. Okay. What about that? Do you get your box? I, I don't care if it's a bag of M&Ms. The whole bag is not full where you can't right. seal it, <laughs> right? Packed, I mean, right? It doesn't just make any that last sense. M&M in there. Let's go I know. get some I mean, tape. how are you going to just totally, it's just, it, it's something in my life 
Um, I'm 43. How you know how much candy have we eaten that is never done? And how many chips? And of course, when you buy a bag of chips, you're like, you know, it's half empty. But that's it's just standard. Yeah, exactly. It's just the way it comes. But they sued, and ultimately wow. that was the outcome. All right, I think that's really gutsy yeah. to think that <laughs> yeah. that's a lawsuit. I mean, some of this is stupidity, but that's you well, know, yeah. you got some guts to do that. All right, next one, thirteenth one. Uh, this was 2016. So Red Bull. Everybody's heard the the slogan Red mm-hmm. Bull that drink. It says Red Bull gives you wings. There's a commercial. I'm yeah. A little animated figure that Red Bull gives you wings. So this was again 2016. Um, a class action lawsuit. Again, class action status accused the company of having misle- misleading ads and making false claims. The plaintiffs, the class action people, uh, the people as part of the class, alleged that the energy drink did not give people wings, even figuratively speaking, and that didn't energize them enough. So they said that Red Bull, um, the company, lacked evidence to claim that the beverage could improve one's focus. So Red Bull wound up settling that lawsuit, that class action lawsuit, out of court for $640,000. false advertising. an energy drink that doesn't give you energy and class action status was granted, and so ultimately mm. they paid six hundred and forty grand. Well, I hate it for them, but I do see this one a little bit more yeah, it's as far as marketing and advertising. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I, I kind of get this. And one. part of their allegation is, even figuratively speaking, yeah. Red Bull gives you wings. I'm not saying I like it. I'm not saying I would do it. I just get this one <laughs> right. a little it bit. It makes more. a little more sense. Yeah. So a lot of people don't didn't know that Red Bull had been sued over their advertising. I don't know who could drink a red bull and not feel energized <laughs> yeah Ooh, I, they're too much yeah uh, I, for me for uh, me personally the 14th one this is 2012 this was where a kidnapper sued the hostages that he kidnapped no way yes yes that is not because a laughing the, matter that because is they terrible. escaped terrible they escaped <gasps> so this must be the right he was really pro- mentally ill person. he was facing a murder charge kidnapping uh oh charge he kidnapped right. a couple in, in kansas and uh 2009. So at some point when he fell asleep, the criminal, the couple, and so they sued him, the couple did, for over 75000 in damages. So his response to their lawsuit against him was to countersue for breach of contract. According to the facts, he claimed that the couple had a legally binding oral agreement with him to hide from the police. He said that they were in on it, that he was kidnapping them. He claimed that they were it was a scam and that they were supposed to hide. And since they didn't hide and help him uh, kidnap them, he countersued them for being for escaping, basically. Wow. Yeah. So you've been kidnapped. You sue your kidnapper. They countersue you for escaping. Wow. That's all I can say. <laughs> I, yeah. Woo. All right. All right. We've got about 10 more to go. Make a Number note 15. of that. 2018, this was another lawsuit that was dismissed. So a couple of McDonald's customers were back to McDonald's again in Florida. They sued the fast food chain for $5 million uh, because they were made for to pay for a quarter pounder sandwich di- without cheese. So apparently the price for a quarter pounder with cheese is the same as the price of a quarter pounder with cheese. So they felt that the 30 cents difference between a quarter pounder with cheese as opposed to one without cheese was too much. So they filed suit asking for $5 million to make up the fact they had to pay an extra 30 cents for one without cheese. Okay. So that case was dismissed. Ooh, yeah, I can see why. <laughs> That's right. And the judge determined they Ooh, had. I mean, some of these, I just, what do you no even say? No, come on. All right, this next was pretty sad. So in 2012, a husband sued his wife 
over their ugly baby. That was the <gasps> allegation. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh. this one, yeah, this one was out of China. So he married a lady. They had a baby. And the husband determined the baby was, quote, incredibly ugly, unquote. Did not look like either one of them. And so he sued her for having an, quote, ugly baby, unquote. So as part of the lawsuit, it came out that she had had multiple plastic surgeries before they met oh my goodness and because she had had plastic (gasps) surgeries multiple plastic surgeries and never told him he alleged that she misled him as to what she really looked like and that the baby that was born truly did look like her but she no longer looked like herself oh my goodness (laughs) how's that for a twist wow yeah so here's the craziness it gets crazier yeah the court ordered that the wife pay him a hundred and twenty thousand dollars so he sued his wife because she oh had an ugly baby. Wow. Turns out she had multiple plastic surgeries, no longer looked like she truly did look because she changed her look completely. Yeah. The baby comes out looking like her, at least like she how she lo- used to look. Okay. And the judge ordered her to pay the husband $120,000 for misleading him. Wow. Okay. I mean, this is... <laughs> it's craziness on so many levels yeah uh, not yes, just yes. one right? right but on a ton all right 17th with that right. being said yep moving forward 2015 so do you remember the tv show dexter i've never seen it but i've heard of it all right dexter was about a mass murderer i uh, i'd never watched the show myself either but i've heard it anyway good. they had a uh, a poster where dexter's behind a plastic sheet and there's pl- uh, there's blood and and he's holding a surgical knife. Anyway, that poster was in New York in Grand Central Station, the subway station. And so a lady saw the poster as she was walking through it scared her and she claimed that it was disturbing, provocative, shocking and induced fear. So the case was dismissed, nothing ever came from it, but she actually sued the maker of the TV Showtime series, Dexter, because their poster scared her in Grand Central Station in New York. Wow. So she sued I over mean, seeing a poster. That's just a reach. You know, it really is. I mean, I'm glad the judge threw it out. Next, in 2016, <laughs> this is interesting. So, you know, you've bought lip balm before. Uh, yeah. Lip balm, to, you know, whenever it's cold outside. So you can never get that last little bit of lip balm out of a tube. I assume it's the same thing with lipstick for ladies. So apparently in California, back in 2016, a lady filed suit alleging that consumers were conned into thinking they could reach the bottom of their lip balm when they could only use about 75% of their lip balm. I mean, this is a lot like the milk duds, people. Yeah, yeah. So the packaging... Or, or what were... I'm sorry, I said it wrong. It wasn't milk duds. It was... Um, uh, no, we just talked about it. Yeah, Junior Mints. Junior Mints. Yes, yes. So they su- she sued the company, claiming that they lied about the real quality of the lip balm and that uh, that you cannot get all of the lip balm out of the dispenser tube. Verdict? Court disagreed. And so it was thrown out. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, Common next, sense. Yeah. This one is 1995. This case was dismissed. I'll go ahead and jump forward. Okay. So this guy's an inmate. Um, Robert, You're laughing. Robert like, this Lee is Brock. a good one. Right. So he's serving time for breaking and entering an Indian Creek Correctional Center in Virginia. He sued himself sued himself for $5 million, claiming that he violated his own religious beliefs and got himself arrested. And since he had no income because he is in jail, Brock asked the state to pay the amount of money, the $5 million, since he was a ward of the state. 
So he sued himself for $5 million because he violated his own personal religious beliefs because he got himself arrested. And since he's a ward of the state as an inmate at a correctional facility in Virginia, it should be the state's responsibility to pay him the $5 million that he's trying to pursue against himself. Oh, okay. The case was dismissed. I'm certain, yes. If you had not led with that, that would have been my first guess. Because that, I mean, where's his fault in breaking and entering? I, I, if it's going <laughs> it to damage you your religious belief, it's going to violate. I mean, come on. It leaves you speechless. It does. For sure. A lot of these. I keep, I'm having the same reaction. All right. I'm either laughing or uh, my jaw is on the table here. All right, we're going to go with just one more. We'll, we'll do 20 because we're running, running short on time. Okay, yeah, and we still have to vote. Yeah, we'll, we'll just do 20. 20 is good. I'm going to kind of skip ahead. This okay. One, this one was interesting. 2003, okay? This kid was a senior at Memphis High School in Michigan. So I know Memphis, Tennessee, but this was in Michigan. He believed that his work experience as a paralegal at his mother's law firm uh, was enough in his class to merit an A+. Plus instead of just an A. The teacher gave him an A. So his family, his family, his mom's apparently an attorney, sued the teacher to raise the grade to an A+, plus, which would have made him the valedictorian of his graduating class. Ah. The suit also asked that publication of class rankings be blocked until the case was settled. They were fighting for that spot. So that A wasn't good enough. He wanted an A+. Plus. But I can see their intention. Mm -hmm. Right. They wanted that valedictory. He probably worked all these years. He's in the law firm. He wanted it in this one teacher. They probably have such a tarnished taste in their mouth. Yeah. For this one so, teacher who didn't give them that A plus. That A was not good enough. It wow. had to be an A plus. So he sued the teacher and the school district. And ultimately, the case was thrown out. Thrown out. The plaintiff lost. Wow. So I do have many others. But yeah. To, and they're to, I mean. They're interesting, and they're insightful, they're crazy. I mean, it's unbelievable. I'm not going to vote, but I do, just out of curiosity, want to know a little bit about which one you think jumps to the top of your list. Okay, so going back to the federal cartridge company with the lion. <laughs> yeah. That That's one, a good where one. he shot the lion in the, in the shoulder, shoulder. Right, in the and, shoulder. Right, and then he sued the cartridge company because it did not kill the lion. The lion uh, went maul on him. to maul him. Yes. All right, that's a, that's a doozy. I'm pretty right sure there. if you shot okay. a human in the shoulder, it may not necessarily kill them either. But to sue them because the bullet didn't kill them. Okay, we, right, we um, hold on. I think Mike, he's here in studio with us. This is our producer. I really think he wants a vote on this. I do, uh, yeah, I do want to vote, if that's okay. Yeah. Yes, You're yes. You're welcome. And, yeah. and not to disagree with Lita, but Lita, you're wrong. Suing your spouse for the ugly baby? <laughs> Come on. No, that's your vote. And hey, I told yeah. you, I've got a few here that are mine. I mean, that may not be the other one. The, okay, oh, I, I don't know. I'm almost at a tie here. I just want to go back through them. So the Fear Factor one. Fear factor. The Fear oh, Factor yeah, and, and Grinding the Rats. And a viewer sued the show. I mean, that's yeah. just lunacy How about 1-800-Flowers? I think you I mean, that was they're good. all good. They're all good. <laughs> that yes. was good. Okay, and then the whale tail, the one where he hit, he trespassed, he hid, and he jumped in the killer whale tank, and the killer whale killed him. Did what it does. Yeah, and and so, okay, so out of those, 
You're going with Ugly Baby. Yeah, although as an attorney, I'm sure Derek appreciates the one where the uh, the flowers, 1-800-Flowers, yes. because justice was served in that case. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> he was having an affair. Karmic right. justice was absolutely yeah, served. Right. I mean, karma, that's just comical. Karma like, got him. Yeah. So, Karma's again, a D, there are plenty you know. of others. I, I, I have many, many others that I did find. Just I mean, yes, they're all good. Those were my top three. Um, I even was thinking the kidnapper who sued his hostages for escaping. I mean, that's up there, probably in my top three, top four. Um, I'm going to pick another one. Uh, so Mike picked the ugly baby. Uh, which one? Which one is my top? Um, While you're doing that, I'm just going to kind of tease one other one I didn't cover. Okay. Okay. And a guy, yeah. a guy used his wife's Uber app to call an Uber one time. And apparently he put a tracking uh, software program or something through the Uber app onto his wife's phone that allowed her to now track where he was. And that same thing happened to him. He got caught in multiple affairs mm-hmm. because the Uber app allowed her to see exactly where he was at any given time. And so ultimately it allowed her to find out about what was going on. So he sued Uber. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yep. Well, there he goes. Karma. Karma. Karma's a B. All right. So my number one, I gave you kind of my top four, my top five. Um, I love the uh, the husband sues wife over ugly baby. That's definitely in my top five. But I'm going to pick a different one and go with kidnapper sues hostages for escaping. <laughs> That's right. That's a doozy. Yeah. Okay. Um, so all of you listening, please take your top choice. Derek, I'm going to turn it over to you to let everyone listening know how they can contact you, whether it is, uh, for something more serious, like a case or some questions about a case and uh, also how they can submit their vote yeah, to, absolutely. uh, from today's show. All right. Go to my website. It's, uh, www, <laughs> Derek, D-E-R-E-K, the letter M as in Matthew, Hayes, H-A-Y-S dot com. And at my website, you'll see many features there. There's a chat feature that'll pop up. You can chat directly with my office. You can also go to the podcast tab and vote there on the podcast tab for which one is your favorite as far as the, I think it was 20 we wound up covering today. Uh, You can also, too, submit your own question. Or if there's a show topic you'd like me to cover, then please go ahead and submit that through the podcast tab. There's also a a tab where you can uh, write to me about a potential case. You can uh, put down some very basic facts and contact info, and I'll be the one to reach out to you to discuss what potential case you may have and if there's something I can do to help you. You can also, too, look at my social media, Law Office of Derek M. Hayes on Facebook, on Instagram, and also on Twitter. You can also go to, uh, or call me, rather, at my firm. It's 404-777-HURT or 678-225-0970. And as always, the initial consultation is free, so feel free to reach out to me and we can talk about your case. Well, Derek, thank you so much for your time. You were right. This was a very fun show. All your shows are Absolutely fantastic and informative, uh, insightful, everything. And um, I'm really glad we were able to bring the humor in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. It's, it's tough to. We're going to have to do. Yeah. No, I know. And yeah, and again, you always talk about cases, and it's such great stories. So if you're listening to this, and this was the first show that you've tuned into, uh, please go back and check out the other podcast. You. It, 
the insightful information. Uh, I can't speak enough. And again, we thank you for your time. Thank you so much for joining us on Injury Insider with Derek Hayes, presented by Status Home Design and the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes. Don't forget that you can enjoy any of our episodes anytime by visiting Business Radio X, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking on Injury Insider with Derek Hayes. This program is also available on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, for Derek Hayes, I'm Lita Brooks, and you've been listening to Injury Insider on Business Radio X.